I Got the Hell Out does contain explicit content that might not be suitable for some listeners, such as children, those that easily get offended, and we do recommend that listeners at work put your earbuds in if you have co-workers around. And if you like the show, please spread the word by telling as many people as you can. We'd also appreciate if you would subscribe, rate, hopefully with five stars, and review the podcast on iTunes. You can find us there as well as on Stitcher and Overcast. You can follow us on Twitter at WasInACult, on Facebook at I Got the Hell Out, and on Instagram at I Got the Hell Out with an underscore after each word. You can contact us through our website at IGotTheHellOut.com. Hey guys, it's Laura. And it's Deb, and it's another episode of I Got the the Hell Out. And I'm really surprised to be here today because we were supposed to get snowmageddon. I know. Did you know that the um, governor of Pennsylvania declared a state of emergency? Yeah, and all the roads were shut down and commercial vehicles and buses and Amtrak and all that. was It was all shut down yesterday. Like completely ice. Well, no, because it was raining. I mean, well, it was raining, but I mean, it turned into ice. Like the tea is closed now because it's a ton of ice. Yeah. Um, the roads are good, though. I didn't know if I'd be snowed in or not, but yeah. here we are. Yay! <laughs> Excuse me. I figured you'd be throwing like a 30 second blurb in there. You know, sorry guys. You know what? I was getting ready to. Really? I was planning. I'm like, you know what? I might have to throw a little blurb saying that, you know what? Roads are too bad. Can't do an episode. I feel really bad for the people who are like more north. Like Erie. Uh, Yeah. Even Butler. Butler's like slammed. Yeah. We just missed it. It rained all day. Can you imagine if all that rain would have been snow? Mm -mm. No, we just missed it. I am so glad. Yay! Because I wouldn't be sitting here now. Hell no. Anyway, we have a Kool-Aid recipe today. Okay. Our Kool-Aid recipe comes from one of our Facebook listeners, Sarah. Sarah L. And it is called The Tidal Wave. Ooh. Which I thought was kind of fitting, seeing that we're snowed in. You know, think warm (laughs) thoughts, you know. Nice big tidal wave to wash all the snow away. Um, But you take one package of blue raspberry Kool-Aid. Yum. Which is yummy in itself. Here's where it gets good. A can of frozen lemonade. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Um, And it doesn't say to mix it. Just use the slushy stuff. Okay. Okay. A two liter bottle of Sprite. Okay. And a bottle of rum. Oh, nice. We're going to have to do that one this summer. That sounds really good. Yes, 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 yes. Although anything with rum. I just love rum. Rum is so good. Anyway. Anyway. Um, thank you. Who was that? Sarah L. Thank you, Sarah. Yeah, Sarah's been with us, I think, since the beginning from somewhere. I'm not sure where. There's so many people that I've met and talked to. It just is amazing to me. It's hard to keep track of where and... Well, I try and keep track of the foreign countries in the back of my book because, you know, someday I'm going to visit all these <laughs> I thought you were going to say in the back of your mind. Oh, I was like, yeah, good luck with that. That's a scary place to be, <laughs> the back of my mind. I said something to my mom the one day about, you know, taking a walk in my shoes. And then I says, no, I changed it. And I says... Well, why don't you just try being in my head for five minutes? And she goes, Deb, I couldn't be in your head for five seconds. So, yeah. Anyway, I have something interesting to read here. Oh, no. Um, This comes from Carrie L. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. She says, hey, ladies, I have to get you a giggle out of the way. I, on the way, here I messed up. I have, anyway, she was working on this assignment. Okay. Okay, for college. One of the papers I had to write this week was about the rights of religious groups and what we think should be considered, in quotes, religious um, group or radicals, terrorists. And guess what? What? 
She used little man's teachings to yeah. argue her side. Hey, little man, somebody's using you to argue. Do you feel proud? Someone did a paper on you. Okay, now, 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 Carrie goes on to say, I was super creeped out because I had to listen to their podcast for examples and notes. Ooh, I just got the chills. She says, I literally had chills the entire time <laughs> listening to him. Me too, girlfriend. Ooh. Oh, Laura, his, his, his voice is like nails on a blackboard to all of us. I mean, like, it just, some of us can't even, that little cartoon, there was a bunch of ex-members was... who couldn't even listen to it because of the voice. Okay, continuing with Carrie's letter. But anyway, the funny part was that my professor just emailed me her grading notes, and the very last thing was this. This is from her teacher, okay? Right, okay. In conclusion, Carrie, I feel that you exceeded my expectations by providing adequate proof that this group should be reclassified as a radical group, not religious. Your points were concise, well-organized, and you never faltered in letting your audience know exactly which side of the argument you stood on. On a side note, if everything that little dick is accused of is true, I hope someday he gets hung up by his toes and left there until he rots. That's from the teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she goes Whoa. so she goes back now. She's finishing with the letter to me, okay? She says, "So my English professor feels the same way all of you do and she hasn't even listened to y'all." I told her to check out your podcast. Yay. She says, I got an A plus and I earned bonus points. So little Dick finally did something good for someone. <laughs> and girl, I would post this on Facebook, but your PS, I, I, I can't. I thank you for telling me in the PS what you told me, but yeah. Anyway, isn't that crazy, That's Laura? so funny. I love how the teachers said they need to be reclassified as a cult. As a terrorist group. Isn't that, I mean... But it's just a religion. Oh, yeah. It's just, come on. Oh, no, it's not a religion. It's a way of life. It's a way of life. That's their motto. You okay. know that, okay? Um, okay, now, we... I love when, when the guys contact me because there's not a lot of guys that listen to us for some mm -hmm. reason. Um, he is in Cape Town, South Africa. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I think his name is Edetine. Is that how you would pronounce oh, that? At a time? Etienne, if it's French. I don't know. I'm, I'm so French, sorry. If it's French, Anyway, he says, Hello, Debraya and Lara. Firstly, thank you so much for the best podcast ever. Don't remember how I got to hear about it. Um, probably from some other lesser show. But in December, just before my holiday, am I allowed to use the H word? <laughs> <laughs> Um, all that you want, my friend. Well, actually, when we were in the call, we didn't say um, holidays. They were hollow days. H-O-L-L-O-W. That's so dumb. Well, because the, because it was preached to us that the world follows these hollow, oh, God. Um, you know, customs and things. And they're hollow. And you're trying to fill it. And I... Okay. Anyway, he says, I downloaded all of your available episodes to my phone to listen on the road, which is exactly what I did. Started my road trip all on my own with episode one. And after about 20 hours on the road, you were still going strong. You made me laugh. You made me wipe a tear. But thanks for accompanying me on my journey. Aww. I've now caught up and I am counting the days to Sunday for my next hour long joy. Please keep it up. You girls are the greatest. 
Thanks for opening your lives to your listeners. From a hot and sunny Cape Town, South Africa, take care and remember to stay the hell out. Oh, that was so sweet. I know, that like melted my heart. So um, anybody who, who, who'd like to talk to him, he's in Cape Town. I, I added him to the back of my book. So. Oh, that was so sweet. Maybe he'll phonetically send me his name. I don't know. A um, couple of people suggested that them robocalls that we were getting, uh-huh. that, that we have a spy in the group, but I don't, I don't really think so because, you know, I vet everybody. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't think that many people got all that many. Anyway. I mean, I could have. I just don't answer the phone if I don't recognize the number. Okay. Um, I I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, do you answer the phone if you don't recognize the number? I have to, because I work for myself. Oh, that's right. It's, so, you Crap. know, I never that's know right. when I'm... That and I got a new phone, so all my contacts are... Half of them are gone. Never mind. Somebody texted me the other day and wanted me to come to work for them, and I'm like, uh, who is this? That's so funny. <laughs> well, I hadn't worked for her in over a year. And no, I didn't go to work for her because she wanted to pay me the same amount that she used to pay me for bi-weekly. But mm-hmm. I haven't been there in a year. I could just imagine the tragedy. No. No, 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 way. no, 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 no. Anyway, um, and I tried to find Dr. Bronner's, but I couldn't. Really? Did you get any? I w- why would I buy any? Because you said you were going to so you could read the bottle. No, we were going to read the bottle because you need it. Oh, yeah. Well, I couldn't find any. Um, Amazon. Buying laundry soap from Amazon. Why? Okay, buy me laundry soap from Amazon. Why would you not do that? Because I don't do that. Oh, That's your okay. thing. Okay. Buy me a bottle. I'm trying to think. I think Walmart has it. I've seen I it. I scoured Walmart for half an hour, up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. So yeah. like Giant Eagle Market District. Haven't been there yet. Hmm. They might have it. Anyway. I don't know. I will look for it. You're going to look for it. I will look for it, and if I find it, I will buy it. All right. Um, I can tell you that uh, a few ex-members have gotten with me, and they said they still have their character education program books. Oh, do they? They do. Isn't that crazy? You know what I mean? I thought they would burn. Didn't you say they could, they would burn them? or um, I guess maybe they were too important that they decided to keep them for future reference. Well, my one friend, she says that she thought... She she got sick at the thought of tossing them. Um, she has the original K through the high school and some of the original versions before they changed them. Um, she's going to look to see if there's anything interesting. But yeah, it was a money aspect because she had spent so much money on them. I mean, we went over the price list last week of all of these books and it just... Um, but she goes on to say... The kids' versions ended up being bright-colored workbooks, and the rest ended up updating the covers to look more like a web page. And the teachers' editions ended up being spiral-bound um, to look more worldly instead of the books that we're looking at now, Laura. Mm-hmm. They were spiral-bound so that they would look more at ease in a classroom. Oh, how tricky. Well, yeah, they got to fit in. You got to make the face fit, remember? Gotcha. Um, She's not sure if the content was changed, though, but um, it got to where she couldn't afford them anymore. Isn't that crappy? You know, I just find it so, well, knowing little man, I don't. But if it's something that's that important, shouldn't the group, whether it's a church or it's a whatever, 
just give them to you if it's that important. You know what I'm saying? If you it's looked that at important. my you looked at my bookmarker that had a ten cent sticker on it. I know. Come on. I know. But I'm just saying, if it's something that is that important to your life or to your well being, you would think that the right thing to do would be just to give this to people. Well, you would also think that when somebody goes up on the stage and whispers in little man's ear that somebody needs his anointed hand for healing because they may die, you would think that little man in all of his compassion and godliness would say, I'm really sorry, but someone needs My healing. magical superpower hands. I shall be back. Here is so-and-so to keep you entertained. I, someone needs me. I must go. That is what a compassionate leader would do. Wouldn't you think? You would think. But, you know, the last time I remember that happening, um, somebody died. And a little man's sermons usually were about an hour or so. And I think he went close to almost two, a little over two. Well, do you think little man really would have been able to do anything with his little, you know, magical hands? Who knows? I don't think so. But maybe that would have proved that, you know... And see, it wasn't even that the elders laid hands on you or little man... It was something that they were supposed to do before you went to a worldly doctor or hospital to save yourself. Oh. Yeah. And then in the end, like, they refused to touch women. Okay. Oh, because evil women, ew. Um, well, it would, they might become unclean. Okay. So they give you these little, like, quarter inch by quarter inch little linen squares. Oh, those are the things you have one downstairs. I have one downstairs. And so that touched the person. And it so. has it has a holy anointed oil on it that the no, priests I'm sure it does. that the priests have prayed over. So you're supposed to go home and you're supposed to do your ablution. Remember we talked about that? Yep. With your holy garments. And then when after you get out and you get dried off, you're supposed to assume your praying position and you're supposed to stick this thing to your forehead. Okay. Now you're supposed to do all of this like when you're not feeling well and you need healed. Yeah. Oh, for God's sake. Okay. And and that little piece of linen with on the holy forehead. anointing oil is going to make you better. Sort it's of like a little star being stuck on your forehead. In yeah. And it, it's supposed to be the same exact thing as the elders laying hands on you. Yep. Who came up with that horse shit? Who do you think? Probably little man. Oh, my God. One of his minions? Who the hell knows? I don't know. Um, but my mom did chime in and she says, don't forget I had a box of your stuff in my house and I had it marked propaganda. Remember that was one of the boxes I brought you. Yep. yep. The propaganda box. Just like the t-shirt you're going to get. Propaganda. I, you know, and I did not get back with her and I felt so bad for not getting back, you know. I... Anyway. Hey, the days go by fast. They go by faster than you would ever even know. Well, actually, the days are long, but the years go by fast. And do you know what today is? Other than Sunday, I do not. What's today's date? 20th? That would be correct. Do you know what happened 20 years ago today? Dear Lord, no. Aww, your son's birthday. It is my youngest son's birthday. Um... Happy birthday, son. This is this is Aww. the very first picture of him that Aww. was snapped. Oh, how cute. He's a lot bigger than that now. I would hope so. <laughs> or he'd be a little midget. But um, a very happy birthday to you, son, if Aww. you somehow hear this and I miss you. And I love you. 
Yeah. I have to post that. Happy birthday. Yep. And this is one of my favorite pictures of, um, that was like maybe the next day. We were at the zoo. Oh, there's little Elmo there. Elmo's with Jesse, yeah. And, and look, I think he has a pack of peanuts in his hand. He has a pack of something in his hand. Yep. Like all little kids carry food around. You know what I mean? Like some kind of snack that you have to have every five minutes. They do. Maybe it was fruit snacks and Elmo. Gotta and have Elmo. your fruit snacks and Elmo. Oh, cute. Anyway, what are we talking about uh, today? We are talking about the uh, global... Peace conference. Not the first or the second, but the third. Oh, okay. Well, I can tell you they had many, many peace conferences. Okay. And the whole gist of it was... The whole gist of it was Lil Man was flying to the United Nations. Literally. They have pictures of him. I don't know if they're photoshopped or if like... Wait, please don't tell me the United Nations has a picture of him in there. I don't know, but in, in the sanctuary, they have pictures of him, like, he's sitting in... You know how, like, Congress sits in... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the United Nations has that kind of same seating he thing. He probably went for a tour where you're allowed to get your picture taken. I and said sat that. down. I and, said that. You and know he probably I mean? had his he probably had his own little name plaque in his pocket and, and he it whipped out. it out, yeah. put it down. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because there's no way there's no way in hell he went to an actual conference and was invited. He went many times. He is a respected member of the oh, UN. My ass. My ass he is. <laughs> well, that's what he claims. Oh, he can claim a lot of shit. Doesn't mean that I mean it was I guarantee you it was a tour where you paid a couple bucks you got to go sit down wherever someone took your picture and like you said he whipped out a plaque with his name on it. I you know I said that to people back in Cultyville in those days and everybody was appalled and Pastor wouldn't do that he's trying to change the world look he's at the United Nations speaking and by the way the United Nations apparently loves his character education program because that's what he's pumping with this right oh right right. yeah well he could do the same damn thing at the White House go on a tour you know I'm surprised he did it I'm surprised he hasn't too to be honest with you in all honesty yeah um Barack Obama's half-brother did visit out at the cult one time I have pictures of that too Oh, that's weird. I thought it was weird, too, but we're not going to get into that. But, yes, um, they do dabble here and there. Now, why was his half-brother there? He was invited, by the way. They invite everybody. You know what's funny? You know why? He's probably invited because he was Brock's brother. and they, Half. They're thinking, half-brother, but they're thinking, oh, chance at money. Do you want to hear something really funny, Laura? Hmm. Okay, you know how, like, um, you know, celebrities are in Scientology and all this and that right. and the other thing, right? Well, somebody got it in their head one time that we needed um, to get a committee together to start writing letters. And, like, everybody wanted to write to Justin Bieber at the time. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> For what? Because if we could get a celebrity endorsement, oh imagine how much money we could bring in. Oh my God, it's so like Scientology has Tom Cruise, uh-huh. John Travolta. Yeah. You guys get Justin Bieber. We, he, he wanted Justin Bieber. And he oh actually, I, I wish I had the freaking letter, but it went something to the, and, and it was, 
like there was people that wrote these things to these celebrities and like little man would just sign it. But like he was telling Justin Bieber to turn his heart to God and he has the ability to not, you know, be, be throwing sin and lust and all of these bad things out there, but he could use his music and his talent to bring people to God. Oh my gosh. I don't know how many letters were sent to Justin Bieber, but I thought that was hysterical. Of all people to pick. You could just put a name down, whoever, whatever celebrity you would like to write to or maybe have them write to. We never did get a celebrity endorsement. Really now? Can't can't figure why. But do you want to hear something scary? Hmm. Um, When when you read through the actual... um, um, the solution that's peaceful, their website, uh-huh. they have testimonials from, well, they got a lot of testimonials on there. And I had to giggle when I was going through the testimonials because most of the testimonials are cult members that are using their worldly names. Okay. So instead of Shabanya, um, it's Tracy crack, you know, I, and it's like, she's a real person, not a cult member. Okay. Right. Now, after you scroll down all of these ex-cult members that are giving these testimonials of how wonderful this program is and it's changed their lives and whatnot, that's where you get into, um, apparently they've, they've, they've talked law enforcement into liking this program and oh, some God. judges um, because, they, you know, it's signed like a district attorney on one of them. Um, another one was a policeman who said that he's implicated this program in his, um, I guess, routine, beat, whatever. And he sees a difference in his community. And, oh, brother. Yeah. So I'm wondering, you know, are they making these people up at this point? Yes, they I mean, who better, you know? I mean, you if you come up with the right people to say, hey, this works. But you can make any shit up that you want and print it. Well, they you know? do. That's what I'm saying. I mean, and these people are going to believe it. Oh, wow, they got a police officer. Yeah, and he's making Whoa. his community a better place. Wow. I'm by this sure brainwashing program. I'm sure he is. Do you think he has all of the books and stops each child and, and informs them and teaches them when he sees them? Because he has all that spare time. Right. Right. Or do you think, you know, on Mondays he teaches, you know, kindergarten through third and Tuesday, fourth through sixth and Wednesday. I, maybe at the community center. When he's done with his job, that's what he does on well, his, his spare time. Well, maybe the you know maybe his department is is is, is liking this program, and I don't know. I, you tell me. I'm not going to tell you. Why not? <laughs> because it's a bunch of bullshit. You think so? I think so. Anyway, these um, peace conferences. Yes. They to this day have pictures of little man like he's. Like, he's like this. Do you see how I'm sitting with my mm-hmm. hands up and his mouth's open? Like, he's speaking. He's speaking. And he's speaking passionately to the nations that we can have peace. Now, what's the date on this? This is 2001. And that's the third annual global peace conference, okay? Mm-hmm. And he would a lot of times claim to be in different countries speaking to leaders. And we also had pictures of him shaking hands with very many noble-looking people. Yeah, you can dress someone up and make them look noble. You can go to Times Square and have a hug with any character you want. Marilyn Monroe's there every That's day. That's true, yep, yep. 
You got a bunch of lookalikes. Yep, bunch of lookalikes. But um, so many pictures of him with supposedly so many world leaders. And, I mean, there was a couple of them that I'm, like, hitting my friend, and I'm going, don't you see the Photoshop? And, I mean, this is when Photoshop was big back in, you know, end of 90s, mm-hmm, beginning of 2000. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's not his hand shaking hands with the queen, you know? <laughs> Yeah, he was in over in England with the queen. Sure he was. I'm just using that as an example. But yeah, some of these you can just you look You know at what, them. though? I wouldn't be surprised if he has a picture somewhere of that. I, you know, he's got minions that do everything. And oh my God. like everybody had jobs there, Laura. Somebody, like if Sammy was there and she's musically inclined, mm-hmm. her job all day long would be to write music inspired to God and you know to sell tapes and music and before they got rid of the choir that would have been her job you know teaching the children to sing beautiful songs and yeah so everybody had a talent we had um the guys who would do all of the taping and all of the videoing and then we had the production crew that would you know i think they got blu-rays now they're up to having blu-rays But back to the conference, he always claimed to be other places. Mm-hmm. And remember I told you that um, I I wanted to beat his face in with that shopping thing yeah, at the one time? Yeah, he was supposed to be somewhere, but he was at the... He was Walmart at the grocery store. Or grocery store yeah, perusing right? the shrimp aisle. And he literally was supposed to be at a peace conference that weekend. That's why he. Because, ah. see, you know, back when I first got divorced, you're still talking to your ex and you got kids. And he was basically trying to make it out that I was missing out because the peace conferences are going on and I'm not a part of it. And, and, and old Buff Bill there, he's out making a difference in the world. Shopping for shrimp. <laughs> Little man, you're so lucky. I would have just sliced that skin right off your damn face. (laughs) What? Nothing, nothing. You ready to hear what he has to say? Who, old Buffy Bill? Yes. Okay. This is like the beginning of the third conference. Okay. Okay. My dear friends, as most of you know, the third global peace conference was hosted by the cult um, on the cult camp campground. I remember that happening. I remember really? this happening. Yes. Any good stories about it? It was just crazy because again, they were having they had like the elders conference room set up as it was in the way the pictures were shot, it made everything seem so much bigger. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the angle did you take the picture? Correct. And they were running around, like, basically stereotyping everybody so that they could have all these different nations. Um, so people really didn't come in from other nations. Oh, gosh, no. Everybody that is pictured okay. in that book lives in that, or lived in that town okay. and was a cult member. To even, though, even though they're promoting it as, you know, so-and-so came in from... China. Right. Singapore. To attend this Trinidad, Tobago. Yeah. Yes. That's good to know. Um, Yeah, this entire thing is is like faked, and I just find it funny. Because I know everybody on that cover. (laughs) 
But they're from different countries. Come on. Uh, they flew in on their uh, on their dime, you know. Oh my god. Okay. So he goes on to say um the first global conference was held in New York at the United Nations building. Didn't I just say you that? You said that. The second one was held in Canada. We're at in Canada. Ottawa. Oh, hey Canada, did, do you remember us being there for a for you know, solution that's peaceful? Any kind of peaceful thing. And the third one was held at the cult. Yes. Okay. Um, as one teacher from Australia stated, it's a smashing success. Wait a minute. Does his last name start with a J? It doesn't say in here. Oh. Um, it was a smashing success because we were able to explain the solution that's peaceful more thoroughly to the leaders of the nations actually seeking the way to peace. Mm-hmm. So you had all these different world leaders there. From what this says. Well, apparently, I... Okay. Even, yeah. Even though they're really just from the cult. They are but, all from the cult. Okay. Okay. There was... Wait. There was one part here that just cracked me the hell up. That, you know, because... First of all, did they all have different interpreters? Is what I'd like to know. Oh, you know what? I interpreted for my deaf friend. I remember that. I was an interpreter. Well, if they're coming f around from all these different countries... Oh, no. Everybody spoke English. Oh, of course they Perfect did. Perfect English. Of course they did. Of course they did. Okay. Um, That's kind of like when ghost hunters go to like a medieval castle, you know, that was built in the 1400s in Germany, and the ghost is talking to them in English. That just cracks me up. Because of course, right? Right. Okay. So now we're going here. This is session one. I guess day one, session one. Oh, this thing went on for days. Well, this booklet goes on for days. I mean, I literally gave up. I'm like, I cannot read another bit of this. Like, How do you read this propaganda and sleep I, at night? I, I read like the beginning of it, the end of it. And then I started to read the middle of it. And I'm like, I just can't do this. Does I, it I, make I, you want to join? It makes me want to gouge my eyeballs off because <laughs> I'm tired of reading it. Oh, my God. So his opening remarks to the people from all the different nations, right? Yep. I'm little man. Greetings. Hola. Bonjour. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I knew you'd like that. You have to remember, I have never read this shit, Laura. So he's greeting people in different languages. Um, okay, so we're not going to mention names, but it says, To my right is Dr. J., he has been working with me closely ever since we met in New York, where we attended the Millennium Forum. Yes. Do you know about the Millennium Forum? That was the first conference that he supposedly went to. When he got his picture taken. At the United Nations, when he was speaking passionately about his solution that's peaceful. Okay. So then apparently Dr. J invited him to Ottawa, Canada to speak at the second conference. Yes, because he was so impressed by Little Man and his program. He wanted to bring it to his country. Wow. Okay. Isn't that amazing? And he says that during the time we were in Ottawa, we were having the same problem that we're having here. Not all of the people made it who were supposed to come. Exactly, because, you know... Do you know why? Um, well, it can't be Satan kept them away. They're being held up in their countries. They're being detained. They're in, they're in fascist countries. I remember that. That's why certain countries weren't represented, because... They couldn't get visas to get out. Or it could be that you didn't have anybody of that nationality in the cult. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. <laughs> um, he would also like to welcome the mayor of Ibilin, Israel. 
I B I L L I N. Yeah. The mayor was there. I apparently so. I personally didn't get to see him. And his wife. I met this gentleman in Israel. We were working closely together because we intended to eventually open a school in Abilin, Israel, and start teaching those solution that's peaceful in the Middle East. Yes. Good luck with that, my friend. Do you think he started his school? I highly doubt it, but I'm sure it would go over very well in the Middle East. You know, maybe we should contact the mayor. Well, I'm sure it's probably a different mayor. It's like, you know, 26 years later. (laughs) (laughs) I probably should. Okay. Oh, God. And they wanted to get it to all the schools, not just the one they were opening, but to all the schools. Right. Remember remember, I told you they were doing the videoing of going to these classrooms? and Right. Yes. We, we want all schools and governments to hear this. The world leaders who we have presented this to have agreed that education is the only answer. Yes. We're going to educate the world and we're all going to sing Kumbaya and live in peace. Okay. You didn't know that? I did not know that. These peace conferences have gone on since 2000, Laura, and you have not heard of this yet? No, but according to him, they are on the internet and also TV stations. Did you know that? They probably have their own Roku station. It says, we're going to put what you say here on the internet. Also, we're on between 400 and 500 TV stations. I've lost count at about 300, but I was told we topped 400, so we're closer to 500 TV stations in the world. So I guess anybody that's making a comment, it says, um, what you say here will be recorded. Then we'll mix it into our show that we have, and you will be seen and heard. We will make you famous. No way! <laughs> he sounds like he's pimping these people. He's pimping these people. We'll give you your 15 minutes of fame. We're going to make you famous, baby. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What else does he say? Then he says... Um, Uh, we are going to change the world it started with these groups you see forming everywhere right now but we we must have met with probably a couple hundred of these groups in new york city and every one of them said the same thing yes we need this we need our educational system changed we need to add this to our education every person he came across everyone everyone yes yes because it's such a good program laura oh it it's going to bring peace, mm-hmm. especially to the Middle East. Right. Because he, he's going to solve the Middle East problem. Do you think he's been, been going, going on the, since like the leader of, of ISIS and all that? That's what I'm saying. I mean, it's been, the wars have been going on since the beginning of time, and he will solve it. Well, of course. He's a little man, and he travels through oh time. He has God. to know how, how it ends. Oh, my God. So they're talking about we need peace, and blah, blah, blah. This is a good one right here. As scientists and psychiatrists have told us, Right now, in America and throughout the whole world, every child who enters kindergarten is a potential killer. Okay. What the hell? <laughs> every kindergartner is a potential killer? Like, what are they going to do? Kill you with their, like, their little lunchbox? Well, I, I don't know. Oh, my God. Every oh, kindergartner is a potential killer. killer. Got that right. Yep. And this is in a peace conference book. They're telling you every kindergarten's a potential killer, yeah. In a peace conference Absolutely. Book. Okay. No irony there. How, do, how does that work? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But this whole thing about peace, th- I like this one too. This is going to spread. It doesn't cost you anything. Oh, yes, yeah, it does. My ass. We don't want your money. What? 
We're not asking for your money. We're asking for you to be a part of the greatest work that is ever going to take place in the next thousand years, and it can start with us. It starts Bullshit. with you. Bullshit. You don't want the money. Well, Bullshit. Of course he wants the money. He always wants the money. I, I saw that, and I'm like, that is the biggest bunch of bullshit that I've ever read. Well, like I, told, like I told you, you know, the very first service we were there, you know, my ex-mother-in-law is elbowing me going, did you notice they don't pass a plate? We're different. We're, we're very different than any religious organization. Yeah, but you need to tithe 500 times a year. But I, they don't pass a plate. Uh, and, and remember that, um, 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 what tithe is it? It's the uh, free will offering. Mm-hmm. It, you have to give it. Oh, you have to... You have to give the free will offering, which is an oxymoron in itself. You have to give the free will. Yes. Perfect. Perfect, perfect. So now they're going back to... They're really big on you shall not steal. So we talked about that last week with the kids. Everything is stealing. Everything is stealing. Okay. Then he goes on to say, it's like a gangrene and it contaminates everybody else. Gangrene's not contagious. Well, here we go with Mr. Scientific, you know. <laughs> I, somebody, uh, must have, somebody must have pointed that out to him because he started using a different euphemism of um, <laughs> it, only, it takes one bad rotten apple to make the ones around it go after bad. After he realized that that made no absolute sense. Well, I think a lot of people tried to tell him shit and he just didn't care. I mean, Laura, you listen to some of the stuff. I mean, you would think he would have people writing his stuff. Don't get me started on that. You should really listen to some of the I sermons and how the, how the shit just falls out of his mouth. I can't. I can't. No. The X-rated sermon. You have to listen to I will listen to that. I will listen to an X-rated sermon. Okay. Because that would be hysterical. Oh, yeah. That I will listen to. <laughs> All right. So, closing remarks. I thank Dr. J for inviting me to Ottawa, and I thank all of you for welcome, welcoming him here. There was a UN journalist who came, and he wanted to know what our plans are. Somebody was walking around. Somebody was walking. They had people walking around with press badges on. Again, you can make that shit up. I could print one out right now on my computer. I I know. But it was funny because I knew most of the people walking around with the press badges (laughs) on. (laughs) You know, he's supposed to be a writer for this. and Someone from the UK is over, and they're observing, and... And, and it was funny because this was back before, you know, cell phone cameras and stuff. And there's, right. there's right. all of these people, like they're photographers, they're with the reporters and there's flashes all over the place and people are doing the poses, shaking hands and smiling oh and they're ushering in peace, Laura. Oh my God. With these real legitimate reporters. I'm telling yeah, you. Absolutely. Okay. They have a new, they have their own news station oh. on YouTube and it is Freaking hysterical, Laura. It, it, they have this like little news setup, set up like it's a newsroom, right? And there's usually just two anchor people sitting there. But it, <laughs> I'm sorry, I laugh at that anchor but, people. But it reminds me of like when you go to the children's museum and they have the little thing set up where you can be the news anchor man, or you can be like the weather person. They have the green yes, screen. Yes, yes, yes. This is what it reminds me of, and um. Uh, maybe I'll find it for you when we get done. But they had a a, a news flash about this peace conference, uh, and it was breaking news, ground breaking, earth shattering news. And yeah, and the two anchor people, which is a real loose term, exactly. I knew them too, you know. <laughs> 
But the little box up in the corner, you know, they keep cutting to different people. You know, this oh, is Dr. Geez. So-and-so, and this is so-and-so. Because apparently we also give out doctor titles left and right. Well, apparently, because, yeah, we had a lot of doctors there. I bet you did. Oh, God. So he goes back to here. Now we're talking about the presidents. Okay. Because I'm sure he's met all of them, too. I, I don't know. I'm quite sure he has Photoshop pictures. Probably. <laughs> Our presidents tried to buy peace, but it's nothing that will change the heart or the mind. The very best that they can do at this time is a white and red suited fat man coming down the chimney with a bag on his back, supposedly having toys for all of the children of the world. This and even more foolish customs are being taught by our religions. Dipshit. <laughs> Dipshit. Oh my God, he has Santa Claus in a peace conference book. He has Santa Claus in a peace conference. He has but kindergartners who are potential murderers. Religion does not teach Santa Claus. Oh my God. Uh, little man. Little what man. an idiot. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he brought Santa Claus into in psychopath in psychopathic kindergarten kindergartens. Yes, yes. Okay, so we're not done here. The tapes <laughs> that were recorded. Okay, you can take these tapes to fraternity clubs, which I'm quite sure in between beer pong and what whatnot. What the hell is a fraternity club? I thought it was a frat house. Or are they clubs now? Maybe there's some kind of I don't know. Or maybe he just never went to college. Maybe and he, he don't know what it is. Maybe he just worded it wrong. Do you know? Do, do you know what he was affectionately known as? <laughs> Please tell me. The Okie from Muskogee. The Okie from Muskogee. Yep. And um, you've heard his voice. He, oh yeah. He got that twang he, in there. Yeah, he certainly is. We still have to find that dictionary of his own oh, words. Dear God. Oh my God. So anyway, you can take these tapes to fraternity clubs. <laughs> and police associations in your town or the fire department and they will be glad to play them. <laughs> killing me! Oh, you're killing me! Why the hell didn't I read this shit when See? I was there? It's I could beautiful. add so much fun. It's beautiful. Okay, you can take them to certain schools and they'll play them. You can loan these tapes to family, friends, or any organization. And you know what, Debbie? I'm sure you can look in the yellow pages and find many organizations. <laughs> <laughs> so you just randomly flip through those yellow pages. We need to go to the police department and hand them a cassette tape and see what the look on their face is. Because they go, have nothing better to, to do. You need to listen to They this. have nothing better to do. Do you realize we might end up 302'd in the loony bin? <laughs> <laughs> Santa Claus. Santa Claus is in the Peace Conference book. Oh, my God. Santa Claus, yes. Yes. And religion teaches Santa Claus. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, my God. So that is some of the highlights of what he had to say. But I want you to look through here and some of the people and tell me where they're supposedly from and who they really are. Because they're saying that, you know, this person's from this country. Well, there's Lil Man in the corner. Right. Yeah. And he's looking all, all serious. Like, he's looking, yeah, the pose is like he's discussing something He's serious. discussing something really heavy mm -hmm. there. Um, yeah. I, I, I know her. Because there's some inside, too, that okay. says, like, it's telling where they're supposed now, now, to be now, now, look at the big banners that we had made. Do you see that? Yes. On the front? Okay. Oh, and this was in February. February 23rd through the 25th. Oh, and look, here he is gazing off into the distance as he can achieve final peace. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. 
Um, China warns U.S. over Taiwan arms sales. Putin webcast missile warning. Because it's all, yeah, there's stuff in there about the guns and this and that. And, which, you know, I'm sure he also can handle the whole gun debate. I'm sure he can handle that. Okay, here's a slogan for you. World peace is in your hands. Give it to your children. The solution that's peaceful. Call oh. for more information. Oh, God. <laughs> Our gray-haired fathers said that our children are only doing what we have trained them to do. Our gray-haired fathers? I don't know. That's in a big gray block. Oh, you missed brother. that. Girly guns and rage. Oh, what's it say? Because Be tormented young boys aren't the only ones who rampage. Oh, How did you miss that? God. Oh, my gosh. Oh, and look, it's by some columnist, so... Quote columnist. Yeah, yeah, wait a minute. Wait, go back to where the people are. There's like little pictures of people. Little pictures. Right. Like that. Like. Okay. He's a co-convener. I um, mean, it says he grew up in Uganda. Ah. And again, I didn't deal with a lot of men. And um, I'm sure he flew in just for this conference. Um, Supposing so. He lived there and he's from the Republic of India. Oh, he is, but he lived there. He doesn't look Indian. He though. does not look Indian. No, no. I mean, no. not that there's, you know, I mean, anyone can obviously be Indian. But I find it funny that with this booklet, they're doing the whole stereotypical. Oh, they are. You know. Oh, oh, and look, we got Nana from the Republic of Ghana. Ghana. And oh, look, here's another little um, blurb Throwing stones won't solve the Temple Mount situation. Stop. There's a solution that's peaceful to obtain your free copy free, uh -huh. to the solution that's peaceful to rebuilding the next temple in Jerusalem. Oh, brother. Because, see, that's what we were supposed to be doing. Hmm. Well, maybe that's what he and the mayor were oh, talking look. about. Pedophile elder is in on it. Oh, how great. He's sitting right there. Pedophile that's elder. That's great. Um, so he's helping with the peaceful I, the I, solution. I, I, I guess he's sitting next to somebody from the Caribbean Basin. <laughs> and there's a guy named Oramaya from Canada. He's a recent immigrant, which we had a lot of people that would come for a feast and just never leave. Right. Because they could come on a visa and then they just get lost oh, on the compound. Get, right, yeah. right, gotcha. Oh, look here. Pedophile elder is speaker number two. Oh, great. Yeah. Okay, are you ready for this? Mm-hmm. The average child witnesses 8,000 murders and 100,000 acts of violence by the time he or she finishes elementary school. Well, maybe they were those kindergarten killers. <laughs> That's the name of the kindergarten killers. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, here we go again. Where the hell do they get this from? I don't know, but metal detectors and armed guards are not the answers to the problem of school shootings. There is a solution that's peaceful, Laura. For more information. Oh, my God. Just get your credit card ready. Yeah. Let's see. Um, this guy actually was from South Carolina. Joey was from South Carolina. So, I mean, they got so that they one got right. they got that right. They didn't lie about that one. Yeah. He's supposed to be from the Caribbean Basin also. I guess he traveled with that other man up here. Okay. Um. But as a young man, he was obsessed with the idea of a unifying constant, a unifying image that would bring humanity together to avert what seemed like an inevitable consequence of the activities of mankind. 
That is nuclear annihilation. Look how they made what? that one sentence run on. I mean, there's no spaces in there, are there? Oh, my God, not a single space. That is a bad typesetting there. Oh, look, look, Laura. The world's children are crying out for peace. Are you listening? There's a picture of a little kid crying. Oh, look, it's the bitch I love to hate. Ah. She got a bow tie on, it looks like. It does look like that. She looks like she's dressed like a what man. What is she teaching or talking about? Um, oh, here we go. This is good. Oh, my fucking God. Um, yeah. Do you know who she's speaking on behalf of? Who? BAD. The acronym BAD. Okay, which B -A -D. stands for? BAD Mothers stands for Broken Homes Alcoholism and Drug Abuse. Oh, well, it does now. Uh, yeah. Um, she says, we educate mothers who were former addicts to take responsibility for their children. You know, because addicts and alcoholics, they, they, they all just neglect all of their children. You know, I... Yeah. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll... <laughs> Stop, Replace stop. and become stop. substitutes for the role models missing in their lives. Wait, sex, drugs, rock and roll for little kids? Um, well, it says even when children are raised properly, which I'd like to add is very rare in these days and times, they're then thrust into the public school system where they learn every evil imaginable at a very young age. Oh, my God. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll. People search for a temporary escape from pain because they have no peace. And they turn to drugs and alcohol, which lead them in a downward spiral. Oh, my God. You should read some of I this literally, stuff. I could just picture this conference. I, I could picture them and all this crap that they're saying. Um, uh, old Darlene really was from Michigan. So we got a lot of people, okay. you know. You're sacrificing your children to war. Look at that. That's a 10-year-old with, what is that, a, 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 a rocket launcher? Nice. He, he must be in the sixth grade. The kindergartners are just psychotic, and, you know, by the time you get to sixth grade, you get you the get rocket launchers? And grenades. Ah. Remember, remember my friend Betty, who I said counts the Omar all the time? Oh, yeah, the calendars, yeah. She's representing the United Kingdom. Oh. Yeah, look at that. that. Yep. And she says, I remember as a child being told to never travel alone. It's safer to travel in groups. What the hell does that have to do with the peaceful solution? Well, because she's a mi minority, and if, if you're traveling with someone, you're less likely to be attacked and beaten up if there's a group okay. of you. Alrighty. I'm telling you, we got we. she's from China, but she was one of little man's wives. Ooh, okay. But she wasn't from China. She spoke English like me and you. <laughs> But she stereotypically looks Chinese, so let's throw her in there and say um, that's where she came from. Yeah, and Listra is apparently from Trinidad and Tobago, which she might actually have been. We had a lot of people there that were actually from those areas. Uh, let's see, what else do we have? Uh, Micaiah. Who's that? Um, it doesn't even say where she's from, but that was another one of Little Man's Wives. She was a front row uh -huh. wife. She was a front row wife. A front row wife? Yeah. He had so many, there was front and back rows? Well, he had the middle of the sanctuary were for his wives, and it was like 20 across and like... Oh, that's so sick. Three or four rows back, and it was all his wives and children and stuff. Yeah. That's how we knew how many wives he had and who became his wife, because when they moved into oh, the center... Oh, when they moved to that... Moving on up. Oh, and, and you know what Micaiah has to say? Hmm. The moral character of society on the whole has become corrupt. 
Sort of like marrying 20 women, huh? I, I, I don't know. Oh, look, look, look. This is um, the bitch I love to hate. That's her uh -huh. husband. And um, yeah, he, that's where they're from. So he's representing his home state. <laughs> oh my he God. talks about children picking on other children. Oh, and guess what? Don't you love how there's statistics? Oh, crap. Yeah. Ready for this one? Okay. 97% of what TV promotes is sex, violence, and danger. And I love how 97%. They, but what I like is usually if you're writing an article or a booklet, you have to say where you got your statistics from. I like how they don't do that. I, I don't know. Um, Which, he, when you pull them out of your ass, what are you going to do is your notes. 97% of TV. Uh-huh. Um, this guy actually um, was from Louisiana. Okay. He's with the Peacekeepers. Oh, he, he's implementing their program in Louisiana. Nice. Yeah. Talking about the war. Peace needs to start with you. Um, here's another dude from New York. Um, this is an elder son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So many speakers. Oh, look, look. It's my pedophile ex-father-in-law. Nice. He's, He's with the peace teachers. I bet he is. In He's New York. number eight. Yep. Yep. This guy's from Jamaica. Uh, yeah, this is... Uh, why have I never looked at this? Oh, look, it's it's the women. It's the women. Uh, the Commonwealth of the Dominica. Oh, look. Hope for children. She's with Hope for children. Okay. But she's still there. This one is still to this day there. And oh, I'm like, wow. what? Because a lot of times I will ask ex-members, what happened to so-so? Do you know anything about so-and-so? Right. She's actually one of the last family members of a large family that was there. And her mother will never leave. And I don't mm. think she wants to leave her mom. That's what right. I was told. So, yeah. The, look, the Nigerian Women for Peace is, is, is represented. Um, this is an elder's daughter. Let's see. Filipino Mothers for Peace. Oh, my God. Single mothers and fatherless children. She's representing. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. Um, Could you imagine being at this conference? I, I I was there for the whole thing. Yeah, we were forced. We had to listen. To you this. had to listen to all of this crap. Yes, we had. Oh. To, like we were the audience there cheering it on. Okay, we want peace. We want peace. Um. Oh, now Laura. What? If each person in the world practiced these laws in his own life and changed only himself, the whole world would have peace, Laura. You what gotta, you, you gotta get this program. See, it finally made it to you. Oh, look, look, there's, there's um the mayor, the mayor was speaker. Oh, oh my God, four. that is the mayor of Israel. Yeah, I don't know if it's actually him or not. <laughs> oh, oh, and this is an elder that lived there, and um he actually was from Austria. But probably the last time he was in Austria was when he was like two. I don't know, but he's the one that played the accordion. Remember, um, the the one guy was being made to pick up stickers, and he said that that elder sat there with his damn accordion playing it the oh whole time. Oh, God. Can you see this man doing that? I can see him playing the accordion, <laughs> absolutely. Oh, okay. my God. Too bad people can't see these faces of these people. 
I don't know, but look, he's in here twice. Is speaker number six and oh no, nope. They they put the page in twice. Oh, they did. It was such an important pamphlet that they actually put the page in twice. Uh oh, uh oh. Look, they're they're mentioning here. They screwed up and they're mentioning religion. Oh no. I just caught this. The little squares, bullet points right, they got through right. here. There is a source of power that the world should actually take advantage of. The 613 laws of peace. Ooh, that made my skin crawl. Ooh. But they're, they're, they're pushing their 613 mm -hmm. without saying God or anything like that. Oh, closing remarks. Oh, look, it's the vice president of the third millennium without wars union. <laughs> Who the hell came up with that? I was going to say, if that doesn't sound made up, then I don't know what does. I... I, I um, Hell, I could be the vice president of whatever I make up. Laura, you're the vice president of the third millennium without wars union from the Republic of Armenia. Sure. <laughs> Why not? I don't know. Oh, my God. Okay. I guess that about... Oh, time is slipping through your fingers. You need to take time to read about the solution that's peaceful. That's okay. Oh, and their last little bullet says, morality transcends all religions, all nations, and all peoples. Okay. They're trying to convert everybody. And see, the fact that you have never heard of these conferences. I, look, do you see us sitting? This picture right here. Do you see us sitting oh there? Oh, my God. Because, um, guys, I'm showing Laura the front of this. And somebody's up on the stage taking a picture. And do you see we're all still wearing our holy garments? Yes. Oh, <laughs> God. Do you see how the tables are splayed out? Mm-hmm. It's like everybody, like you're at a conference. Oh, my God. Yeah, we all came together for peace, man. You should call this phone number and see if anybody answers it. <laughs> <laughs> you think? That's okay. Why not? That's okay. Um, well, I think that's all we have on this Peace conference. Here's this oh bag. Oh my God. And the vice president of whatever that was, and little man being photoshopped into the United Nations. I like I said, I honestly thought I think that you were right that he went on a tour or something. You know. Oh, I would I would bet anything. Because you can do that at the White House. That's too. what I'm saying. You and, can go into the White House and be like, you know, granted you you're not gonna get a picture in the Oval Office, right? right? But you could say on my way to meet, you know, the president in the Oval Office, and there's a picture of you. Right there with the Oval Office sign. So, do you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yes, yes, yes. Um, well, we, we, we got an email finally to read. No one ever emails us. No, we have people emailing saying that they'll be glad to help us. We just don't take, up, take them up on their offers because we, we slack. We should. You know, we really should. Okay, read the email. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're like... <laughs> This comes from Eva, um, and her comment is, is she has an idea for one of our episodes, Ooh, okay? okay? She says, please do an episode where you just tell, just tell stories and go on long tangents for the whole episode. <laughs> These are always the most funny and entertaining parts of the podcast. My favorite is the essential oil stories. That made me laugh for a solid 10 minutes. Thank you once again for making my week. Um, P.S. When listening to your latest episode, I came to realize that nobody can possibly claim to be clean. 
if you simply walk around your house while unclean, you're contaminating the floor, which might in turn contaminate someone else. If you really think about it, just breathing unclean air molecules could make you unclean. It's ridiculoso. <laughs> yeah, it is. I, you know, we used to carry them stupid ass menstrual mats around and all I kept thinking was, and see, if you sneezed, you weren't allowed to sneeze on anybody. That just like contaminates everybody around you. Oh my God. And that's why when you carried your menstrual mat, you avoided the people that had them when you didn't have one. What? Nothing. You don't have words sometimes. Sometimes I literally am speechless about this crap. Um, I, I did forget to mention um, Hannah, who is an ex-Mormon. Mm-hmm. Um, she chimed in because, like I said, I don't know how I kept all this stuff all these years. But when she left Mormonism, she said that she kept all of her temple clothes and such um, just so that she could show them to her children and future friends and things. Mm. Um, you know, just... She said it was some crazy shit. Yeah, that makes sense. So, yeah. I still have my holy garments. Why? We we don't know. I should put one on you someday. The hell you will. <laughs> Take a picture of the you. The hell you and, and will. You can get in your little praying position. That'll happen when hell freezes over. Come on, it'll be fun. Oh, it'll be a blast. It'll yeah. be a blast. Well, guys, send us your ideas, uh, questions, anything like that. It's... The hour always just goes too fast. I know, I know. I looked over and went, holy shit, we're at an hour already. I know, I know. Send us any tangents you want Deb to go off on. Okay. Like, give her an idea and we'll see what she rolls with it. You need to go through that book again. What, the one we just read? Yeah, and get read, read, read what the people are writing. Oh, God, I will try. Does it give you a headache? It's just... Uh, does it make you want to join? Like I said, it makes me want to gouge my eyeballs out. <laughs> it literally does. <laughs> And you wonder why I never read any of that crap. It was oh, enough yeah. to be living it. When we get off, I'll take a picture of just like the uh, the front of the cover where it shows, you know, we're sitting there painfully listening to all these people talk painfully. about peace. It was oh, painful. I, I believe it. I was reading it. it I was, believe it. It was three days and it was like eight to ten hours a day. Oh you, my God. You broke for lunch. You broke for dinner. And then whenever they were done talking that Ugh. evening. And it was always a different panel. Did you see on each page, there were like four people sitting up there? Right. They only had four people at a time. And they had the men's and they had the women's. That's why you didn't see any women sitting next to any men and vice versa. Gotcha. Because they were still separated. Gotcha. Yep. 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 Anyway, I guess I'm going to get ready and go to work later. Alrighty. Well, guys, as always, it's been fun and we'll talk at you next week. Yep. This is Laura. And it's Deb. Bye, guys. Bye.